morning, handsome. Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny California, USA, I'm Lee Sanger Golden, and this is your Morning Handsome, brought to you by LiberalGuiltRadio.org and MorningHandsome.com. Topless terrorists topple a testament to the Trinity in support of imprisoned Russian punk band Pussy Riot, putting President Putin in a punitive position. News from China, a bomb victim builds his own prosthetic arms out of scrap metal, and Hollywood re-edits Total Recall and Red Dawn to appease the People's Republic. Scientists discover Iron Age skeleton army buried in Denmark and the biggest galaxy in the universe. The landing of the Mars rover is overshadowed by the hairstyles of the mission control crew. Mitt Romney picks a running mate less appealing than himself. And in response to LBGT kissins at Chick-fil-A's, proponents of traditional marriage are now planning divorces at local gay bars. All-Star Giants MVP Melky the Milkman Cabrera gets busted for PEDs. Barry Bonds calls to congratulate him. Keanu Reeves spills the beans about the Bill and Ted sequel, so we list the top five sequels we know will happen whether we like it or not. This week on Trivials, we celebrate my birthday by asking three my birthday-related questions. And Hollywood correspondent Tom Lazarus stops by to tell us about playing Frisbee, the cast of Parks and Recreation. I am joined in the studio today by my illustrious co-hosts, Hondro Ambrose. Morning, handsome. Good morning, handsome. Special guest host, Tom Lazar. Morning, handsome. Morning, handsome. And first female uh, co-host, Sheree Honeycutt. Morning. Happy birthday, handsome. <laughs> hey, thanks, pretty. We don't really know how to do this yet. <laughs> I was uh, pretty impressed with that billboard there. I mean, your uh, tongue could have gotten tied in a whole number of ways. Yeah, it's been like about a <laughs> month or so since we've done this show, and so I had to do the billboard like four times. You're, well, it's kind of you're setting your up for, yourself up for disaster when you make most of your headlines very difficult alliteration. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I was really impressed. By yeah, one continuous, uh, uh, you know. One continuous alliterative sentence is the entire word. I think you ran out of P adjectives. Right. <laughs> yeah, probs. Yeah. Oh, I just got one. No, that's not an <laughs> I think. Wait, stop this. Go back. Do it again. All right. All right. <laughs> I think Michael there. Warren wrote the billboard. Yeah, I think so. Hey, can you scroll down oh. on the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's. Happy birthday, birthday boy. Oh, yeah. hey, thanks, guys. So, commemorating the birth, the anniversary of your birth, the world has never been the same since. No. No, the world and, uh, it got a little, a little Jewier, a little less funny, and there are fewer hamburgers because I've eaten a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, okay, this is something that I've been noticing a couple times in the news, is that I've seen a couple reports of Hollywood changing movies so they'll be more appealing for Chinese markets, because apparently in China they're sort of making more money off of Hollywood movies now, and so Hollywood kind of wants to cater to them. But they've been doing edits and re-releases of feature films for different markets since, you know, the dawn of movies. I mean, they, they take them and they cut them down for different, you know, religious markets, different people. And right. They, they will do that, you know. They, they, they edit them pretty heavily before they release them in other markets. Hanji, don't shit on the idea, okay? <laughs> well, we're talking about China. Right. Well, because what I think is the Chinese should do is, is stop, like, really... You know, trying to edit the content down for the country as a whole, but just start making like glasses that people could wear that would like edit the content <laughs> like live, like three D glasses, right? Like the three D like uh, re redaction glasses. You know, that like kind of like edit and redact reality around you maybe, at all times. And they could also add people to the movie, add concepts to the movie, right. personalize Chinese the individual actors. person, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Chinese actors, mm -hmm. the the people watching it themselves. Right. Yeah, they could do things like change the Macaulay Culkin movie My Girl into Mao Girl, right. no. or something like that. Yeah. Well, and in the end, instead of getting stung by bees, he overcomes the capitalist uh, overlords, right? right. Who are right. all bees? Yes, who are all represented by bees? <laughs> Which was an interesting change because normally they're evil monkeys. Well, right. actually, maybe in this the uh, the confident and powerful and um, unified bees are the heroes. <laughs> Nikoli Culkin represents the decadent Western powers that are obsessed uh, with yeah. uh, seeking pleasure. Who's Dan Aykroyd? Oh, a Ghostbuster! I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk so, about him is, later. Isn't he yeah. now? He's Mao. 
They had an eat off where but they ate hot dogs. Do they do they make more money in Chinese American like the movies we take to China than they do here in our own huh. country? That's there are question. more people. <laughs> so are we actually making movies for China now? But they all let each other in through the like what? through the back door. It's like well, not everybody buys the tickets. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Supposedly, like as far as actual movie like cinema release stuff. Mm. That the international market for the films is mm-hmm. is is getting close to half mm. and half. Wow! Like, and I think that, but I think that it's still the domestic, you know, tickets are still mm-hmm. bigger. But as far as afterwards, after you you know you pi- you start putting them on every kind of disc thing known to man, I'm sure. Right. Some movies make more um, internationally. I think Troy was a movie where here in the the states, everyone was like, ah, Yeah, we did, make, it did great on people. an Olympus. Yeah, <laughs> did great in Greece. Killed him in Athens. <laughs> Killed him. And by the way, the movies are being released to China directly as bootlegs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the two movies that I've heard about recently is is one is like really ridiculous, and the other actually kind of makes sense, and I I'm glad that they did it. So basically, do you guys remember Red Dawn from the '80s? Are you kidding me? Do I remember Red Dawn? You remember it. Your member remembers it, because um, <laughs> it gets you get a hate chub every time you hear about how great it is. So. It was a movie about like communism, communists like from uh, Russia and it's a Cuba movie about the Sways. invading '80s uh, stars like the Sways and Jennifer Grey. And a combination of American Man, individualism and yeah. mullets. And, like, it's, some the, hair, it's, some greatest, it's some of the greatest. Sorry, it's some of the greatest combination of mullets and bandanas I've ever seen. I've just said. <laughs> Is there an arm wrestling fight? Uh, there might be. Like this time. So, so they're they're rebooting it, yeah. and originally it was supposed to be well, well, it was supposed to be China. So like it was all about China invading us, and then they were like, "Ooh, Ooh. that's dicey." <laughs> <laughs> so so they George Lucas did they special edition it, editioned it, and they used computers to change all of the like Chinese tanks and planes and uniforms into stormtroopers. Nor- <laughs> yes, a, North Korean stormtroopers. Okay. Which is like, I guess, a testament to the fact that I don't know. I guess people in America are like, they they won't be able to tell the difference because they just it'll all just be sort of like Asian communists to them. But um, I don't, is that more offensive or less offensive? Like I don't know. Well, I think it's a little bit offensive that somebody thinks North Koreans could take us on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think first of all they lack the numbers and they lack the calories. And they lack the exactly North the Korean food. Exists on a diet uh, diet of. <laughs> Suffering? I've right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's three calories and suffering. Yeah, they eat less than I did in college. <laughs> no, they don't right. get any rice. No, minus the rice. Minus rice. They just get a jar of suffering. Um, the other is another '80s reboot. Actually, I think Total Recall was 1990. Yeah. '80s. It's another reboot um, from Cusping. the late 20th century, <laughs> um, and they made a couple changes. One is like there's this elevator that takes people down into the depths of spoiler alert earth right <laughs> spoiler alert it takes place on earth um and they originally had it called china fall <laughs> it doesn't even make sense and then they just changed it to the fall also the city was supposed to be called new asia and they just changed it to like new something but i think that's offensive to all people like also, china fall geography buffs um asia is not a city what? You're hearing this from me. You it's a country. They, they kind of really? refer. It's a continent. Oh my god! I know. Maybe you should go watch this movie. Go be a Hollywood producer. I'll probably know more about this movie. Yeah. About we, China. Once we should we've just seen literally it. dig a hole to China. They should. I think that's uh, the. In joke, other interesting bits of geology, that is not possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that one, China's actually not on the other side of us, of the planet from us. Um, and it's actually kind of like. Yeah. And two, we would run into those dinosaurs from Journey to the Center right, of the Earth exactly. if we tried, and they would stop us from they getting to China. Us. Because they're jerks. We could they're swim through that liquid nickel, right? Yes. That magma would. Well, Nickelback. Yeah, the the magma will come together, together and form Nicholas Nickleby. In the liquid core of the Earth. Sorry, I, I didn't really have anywhere to go That's with where nickel. Audrey, <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised you don't have a a, a vast cache of nickel-related jokes Just hanging out in your back pocket. There. These are the jokes. <laughs> Everybody oh, yeah. knows that the funniest metal is zinc. Right. Well, I mean, you know. way tastier. Are you going to challenge me on this? 
vitamin E. Magnesium? Yeah, you're right. I forgot about the mags. Magnesium. <laughs> Maggie. Like little Maggie. Maggie's. Oh, little Maggie. Maggie's. Little magnesium. Or zinc. So, um... Uh, With magnesium like this, okay, the means enemies. The funniest, <laughs> the funniest real metal, right? The funniest real metal, because I mean, made up metal is anamanthian. No, oh, unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy over here. The best example of a filler word left in a script uh, to the point of where they just never found and replaced it. Just, right. Oh man, unobtainium. Uh, but do we actually? You know what? Let's not get sidetracked on the Avatar. It's yeah, not on the agenda. And it is not. It's, um, been, it's been enough years. What's, what's Avatar? What was that? What was <laughs> that band we listened to that sounded like Queen in college, and the guy blew his voice? Oh, oh, Queen. I believe in a thing called love. Darkness. The darkness. The darkness. Yes. That's the funniest metal there is. I think. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I love. Wow. So, Melky Cabrera, um, he was the MVP at the All-Star Game. San Francisco Giant. Just like, we, we all thought he was such a sweet guy. I mean, I still do. And, like, we were all really proud of him as Bay Area folks, even though I'm, you know, an A's fan. But, uh, you know, it was just, it was great to see, a, you know, a, a guy. And now he got, he got busted for, for PEDs. Oh, my God, the dog is going so I So, he was making out with someone in public? And yes. And it was yeah. gross? Is right. what's going on? Right, yes. Right, right. He was making out with uh, performance-enhancing uh, <laughs> drugs. He was making out with them. And, um, well, he, they didn't find him testing positive for a particular substance. He had elevated levels of testosterone, yeah. right? Perhaps mm-hmm. they had caught him right after he had been in a personal moment. He had watched personal Total moment. Recall and got yes. really pumped up. Yeah, he had watched Pumping Iron. Hans and Franz. <laughs> so, but I mean, his nickname is the Milkman. Yeah. And did we learn nothing from Mark McGuire? I mean, you know. When now the, it's the Juice Man. When the, the mitts, when the movies, when the man well, titties start to grow. And su- especially started to produce lactation. Are you suggesting that the milk that the Milkman had was treated with RBST? <laughs> Perhaps he had been drinking too much milk that uh, had come from tainted cows. Oh, um, ooh, tainted cows. Ooh, cow taint. Um, I think that actually the issue is that you know um, some of the milk from Milky Cabrera's titties spilled on some flowers outside of uh, AT&T Park, and they actually grew to like a giant, enormous size and mutated into like a walking zombie flower that could take. Destroyed half the city. And only Woody Allen from Everything You Want to Know About Sex But We're Afraid to Ask um, could stop him. Remember he fights that giant tit? He's like, we're dealing with one smart tit. And and he's like, like, are you sure it's only one? They usually come in pairs. As a little uh, tangent, uh, Woody Allen is in the uh, local San Francisco area. Yeah, Shrey saw him. He saw him? Yeah, he was shooting at Shreve across the street from my work. I heard that he is more beautiful in person. I saw him, yes. I saw saw a tuft of white hair from afar. (laughs) Also, Shrey's friends with Dave Chappelle. Like, they hang out and have coffee. Oh, yeah. I keep running into Dave Chappelle. He likes you. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> that you should through... quit your job and just like be out. part of his hang posse. I out the Four Seasons with Dave Chappelle. Does, um, he, does he have a posse? Does he travel? No. I, Other so than Sheree, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm his posse in SF. Um, I like randomly see him at places. I saw him at Starbucks when I was like, you know those moments when you're walking into Starbucks and someone's walking out of Starbucks? And you and fall in love, yeah. Yeah, it, it was like that. And I was just like, oh my God, hi, what are you doing here, Dave Chappelle? <laughs> and he's like, Sheree Honeycutt, it's funny you should ask. I'm getting some coffee. I love when people ask me about my personal life. Right? <laughs> you talked to him about how much you love Chappelle's show, and he talked to you about how much he's never heard of Morning Handsome. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't bring you that guys show really up. connected. He, he did go through my phone though. He did like look at all my pictures in my phone. He's like, "Oh, can I look through your phone?" I'm like, really? "I guess Dave Chappelle." Uh oh, so he saw all my dick pics then. <laughs> yeah. Damn he's it. Like, this your boyfriend? <laughs> that was actually your dog. <laughs> he <Yeah>. looks funny. <laughs> He was very confused um, of the pictures of me dressed like a princess. Oh, okay. Shrey, the appropriate response to Lee saying that about pictures of his penis on your phone is, they didn't that's what it. they are? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have, there's not I enough resolution. I penis that was. <laughs> no, that, it's a penis? <laughs> I can't zoom out enough. Right. <laughs> I cannot I really can't zoom in far there. enough. <laughs> What? Trying to capture so pictures of Lee's dick. On my phone. I was trying to figure out why this my camera kept going off my purse and taking pictures of this pencil. I, I, was, <laughs> I couldn't oh, I it didn't make any sense. 
This look, this isn't an open mic. We can't talk about my dick this much. It's your birthday. Topic, when else are we gonna talk about your dick? So speaking of running Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, penis. Happy birthday to you. That was good. Well, t- technically, my dick came out first, so yeah. I'm, I'm my dick is actually like a minute older than came me. Out You're really first. good at coming out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fair high five. Whoa. Whoa. Guys. Wait, wait. So if that's wait, the breech baby is feet first. Dick first. Dick first. What's dick first? That's really disturbing baby. to the mother. That's what it yeah, is. That's, that's really fucking disturbing. Is what that is. So as soon as his head comes out, he screams out, "Oh yeah!" Came cock first into the world. <laughs> So, speaking of running into famous or famous peeps... Cock um, first and rock hard. Yeah, no, I want to hear about this Dave Chappelle some more. So, oh, okay. Wait, so, what, what, you, you, you like, uh, how many times have you really run into this guy? I, I literally run into Dave Chappelle twice. Once at a Starbucks, um, and then once when I was walking right outside of my office at the Ralph Lauren store, and he was just smoking a cigarette on the street. Still smoking. Still smoking. Uh... Um, but it looks ripped. That's the name of his next yeah, special. Dave yeah. Chappelle still and smoking. And I think he was getting um, the Olympic merchandise. It was like right after the Olympic I wish I was rich. I'd just buy worthless shit that's only yeah. going to be cool for a week. Commemorative plates. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much gear relating to the royal wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Dating back to like the first Elizabeth. I go find ba- I go How many keychains do you have, Tom? Um... Well, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> on me right now. <laughs> I've got my good one on. I actually do have a keychain. This excellent fob that was given to me. Um, uh, that is actually from the coach store. It's really? the finest Ooh. piece of clothing that I have. It's a keychain. <laughs> Sometimes it's all I wear. I only wear this keychain on special so That's all I need to wear. Right. I'm, yeah. Um, you know how like Leo has that pencil dick? Mine's more like an eraser. It's... So you, you the head of an eraser. No that's, I can't look at them the same way. I take them all. I take them off on all the pencils now. An eraser meaning the Schwarzenegger movie where he comes out of the floor <laughs> to kill men. So speaking of running into famous people, Tom, you you recently come to us from Hollywood, California. Yes, or as they call it, Holly Weird. Yeah. <laughs> So Tom is a professional huh. actor, and I think he'll actually we'll actually get in trouble from the uh, the PAG, the Podcasting Acting Guild, today for having you here. Oh, that's right. Um, I, it's it's funny. I'm, I'm now in a union. I'm a union worker, and it's I have not read through all the things I'm not supposed to do. I bet you're not supposed to be on a podcast. <laughs> no, I think that's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah. You're okay. allowed. I mean, it's it's it's. Um, it's not making any money. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay, then you have to barf no. up that food that we gave you. No, wait, wait, wait. If I making mean, money was the threshold, it. then, yeah. you know, Tom wouldn't be allowed to do anything in SAG. <laughs> so, you know, we all studied acting together, and I feel like most of the things we learned at U- University of California, Santa Cruz, like, have not really been advantageous um, to our acting like, careers, but have been seriously yeah. disadvantageous. I feel that at UC Santa Cruz, the acting techniques mostly taught were um, finding your breath, yeah, finding your breasts and showing them on stage for no reason. Yeah, um, most theater there usually involves some type of naked part of the body. More times, I think there was more naked penis than there was actual breast. Showing. Yeah, seriously. Uh, there was lots of shakahatsi stomping, which fun at the time. If you don't know what shakahatsi is, um, at some point get really pissed off about something and start stomping on the floor. Then screaming unintelligible. I thought that was Suzuki. Yeah, it's Suzuki. Oh, yeah, but it's that, that, that's Shakahatsu. Shakahatsu <laughs> is the name of the stomping. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I have to say, you know, it seems fine at the time, but like 10 years down the road, these shin splints, they ain't going away. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm in constant pain. Yeah. Um, you know, I get mad and it looks like I'm throwing a tantrum. You're in yeah. constant yeah. condom was, pain. Yeah. My, was... my downstairs neighbors never forgive me. No. Especially since you kick through the floor and into their heads. Right. Yeah. That's why Tadashi Suzuki left acting and decided to make motorbikes and stuff. <laughs> so Tom actually found a way to like use mm-hmm. some bullshit he learned at Santa Cruz to yeah. help him in his acting career. Congratulations. Yeah, I was uh, just working as a small little peon, uh, as, a, as a background performer. Uh, actually, background artist is the <laughs> Literally, they Do, call you a Is that in your sad contest? In, yeah, in the common, common parlance, I, I believe that's called Nextra, right? Yeah, if you want to be a dick. <laughs> I do. Yeah. That's we one of the These are the jokes. <laughs> um, okay, I, know so they, I know they can't see me, but you can, yeah. Tom. You're not surprised. Hanji is sort of looks like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, he looks like Dick Nixon. Whenever, 
Whenever he puts a scarf on, it looks like a weird foreskin. It's very true. Uh, (laughs) So tell us about Frisbing on the set of Parks and Rec. So uh, as everybody's just standing around in their business suits, they were filming a scene where, um, I don't know how much I'll say, but um, Adam McKay is showing off his skills at Frisbee. Handsome Funnyman, Adam McKay. Playing the character of Ben. And they needed people to um, play Frisbee. And I just... uh, they asked everybody there, hey, can anybody play Ultimate Frisbee? And of, um, in true story, I raised my hand, and then they pointed at me. Wow. That's, that's how <laughs> And I you made the team. Captain. That's how I made the team. Hey, I was made team captain. Um, they, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty funny. They needed somebody actually to um, throw some, uh, a couple discs, to throw a couple scubers and mm-hmm. whatnot, which is an actual name of an did actual you, Did throw. you throw the hammer throw, Juan? Did you throw no, the hammer? Throw his hammer. I, I wanted to, but it's hard to capture that magic on on camera. Um, but it was it was it was kind of cool. You just you're paid to just kind of hang out at a park. Funny story. That's actually things. how Madonna's career began. They said, "Does anyone here know how to suck a dick?" And she raised her <laughs> hand. <laughs> oh, funny story. <laughs> take it. Funny story. Actually, that you mouth. describe it as pay. Yeah. No, you get paid. Yeah, you get, yeah. you get paid a small modicum. I mean, but I, I don't have expensive taste. You know, I think I find that to maintain. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I, I have one nice coach. Keychain. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, I mostly wear rags. Um, many of them tattered. We can see. Uh, yeah. I, I um, mostly the only thing that I eat um, is flour. Uh, I don't even bother making pancakes or anything. I just eat spoonfuls of flour. You are wearing rags, but interestingly oh, you enough, know it. I thought you were just talking about you know floral, yeah. flora, fauna. <laughs> oh no, from hey. the surrounding environment. I take my <laughs> my favorite are lilacs. I scavenge. Yeah. There's a really big flower over by AT and T Park. So, should we take it into? Let's talk a little. Uh, it's it's still presidential season, so let's talk a little politics. I think it's uh, so. Uh, Hans, let's cue the music. And I wanted take us to in. talk about Frisbee more, but whatever. No, I actually, I would like to hear some more about Frisbee. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, oh, so no, I had actually have nothing about oh. it. <laughs> oh, good, because it's totally boring. Yeah. It's just a circle. If you've ever tried to draw one, it doesn't look like anything. I like hearing about famous men, though. Oh, uh, they were funny. They were cool. Adam McKay's um, a chill dude on, on set. He engages with people and makes jokes. Aubrey Plaza, I think, uh, channels most of her. Uh, self into the character. She's kind of just a funny bitch. Yeah. She's what about Miss Polar? She, she, uh, Miss Polar. I actually didn't get to see her that day. I uh, got to uh, stalk her in a restaurant once. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Huh. I'm not gonna say which. I just call that Tuesday. <laughs> Founding member of UCB, uh, the Upright Citizens Berkeley. Oh wait, no, the University of California Brigade. <laughs> Something somewhere between there. These are the great jokes, people. These are the great jokes. And in the, on the topic of drums. We turn to politics, and the big news from this last week, obviously, and and the last month since we did... uh, Oh, maybe even of the year. Of the year, is Paul Ryan as the vice presidential nominee on the Republican ticket. It seems like he's, like, running against... Like, Romney and Paul Ryan, like, seem like they're running against each other right now. Very appropriate music. I feel that... Paul Ryan. What, the soundtrack we, from Police Academy? Yes. If we were to do a little bit more research, I think we would find that Paul Ryan is actually an anagram for Ayn Rand. Oh. I'm still working on it. <laughs> it might be true. On I'm letters. Still moving the letters around. Could be true. I think Ryan is Romney's long-lost son. Mm. A master child? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Return to the nest. They do have strong hair. Republicans live in nests, and by the way. dead eyes. Right. They do have cold, dead eyes. Does that mean VP candidates always have baby drama? Uh, Palin did. <laughs> baby mama drama? Baby mama drama. Vice, 17th Vice President of the United States, uh, Andrew uh, Johnson. No, Richard Johnson. Dick Johnson definitely had some drama. His name was Dick Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough growing up, I have to say. He I watched died the of true a stroke. Ho- I watched the E! True Hollywood story about Dick Johnson. <laughs> G- Dick Johnson, where is he now? He's dead. <laughs> The man with the name, so nice. We just said it twice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, presidentially is happening. I'm so yeah. sick of this shit. Are you sick of this shit? So, well, you know... Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, are you no, really you sick? No, you go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. No. <laughs> Come on. No, you pay the check. Okay, no, I'll pay the check. Okay, 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 wait. Let's go. Well, I mean, how can you not be sick of it? How can you not be sick of, of, of the debate that we've gotten? I mean, it's like everybody keeps saying, like, you know, is this is this what we got? This is what we pay for. This is our this is our like 
presentational democracy, at least. Gwen Eiffel's pissed. Gwen Eiffel's <laughs> pissed, according to all the news. Well, it's also a little bit of a, a fete. Um, they kind of whip the whole uh, presidential campaign into what I think it's been going on just for four years. Ever since Obama's been yeah. elected, there have yeah. been people just constantly working to say, ah, the next election's coming. It's just, just, you know, just a couple thousand, uh, just, uh, yeah, just like a little bit more than a thousand days until the time we get to vote him out of office. It's been going since the 1960 election. Like, yeah. Kennedy was like, when I become elected and pass civil rights legislation in another 40 <laughs> years, we'll actually get a black guy to do something like being president, and we'll just blame him for all the problems that the white people made. Yeah, there's been people actively just trying to scale it back. Right. So, uh, it's it's hard to remain enthusiastic to um, to get out there and you know pass around leaflets or to be excited about maintaining the status quo, which right. wasn't that great to begin with. Right, mm-hmm. and you know what, Paul Paul Ryan, who you know when he has to you know get up every morning and look himself in the mirror and say, I'm going to get out there today and I'm going to read Anne Rand, and I'm going to read Anne Rand, and I'm going to pass out leaflets and I'm going to kill abortion doctors. He says <laughs> with his bare hands because yeah. his hands are bare claws. Yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're actually koalas. Don't put out false information. I've been hanging out in San Francisco with solar people too much. They say weird things about Republican candidates. Right. Well, you know what he does do though, and I, this is a, and this is cool, dude. He 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 does the P90X. Um, so he does the P90X. Is that what Milky Cabrera took too? No, no, no. no. Yeah, yes, <laughs> but different yes, formula. <laughs> yes, and yes, and yes, no, and Rand. And so supposedly uh, uh, Ryan has like gotten a congressional group of people together to do the P90X. Oh God! Um, so he's getting the, some of the other the other representatives um, to do the P90X. I want you to be honest with yourself. Think of all the people you know who actually do P90X. Like, what really is it? Do it. It's an exercise routine, and let me tell you, like all these people are doing it in Los Angeles, and it is probably one of the douchiest ways to work out. Uh, I don't know. I, you, I use an Xbox Connect to work out. That might be the douchiest. Brought to you by the people no, who invented beach bodies. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Brought to you by the people who invented beach bodies yeah. and bought out all the late night advertising time. I mean, do we even need? Do, do we also need our presidential candidates to be obsessed with abs? Why everybody's obsessed with abs? And I'm sorry, but if you actually look at abs on a person in on TV, they're not as disgusting. But if you are face to face with somebody with a situation who actually has a six pack it i think it fills me with a sense of disgust yeah. like they're they're weird six mm-hmm. packs are strange they mm-hmm. represent something odd about the person that they actually put that time into creating striation and weird bumps on their body right there it's mm-hmm. it's odd yeah if you all stand up right now and show me no. that you all have washboard abs i'm gonna be pissed i'm gonna walk out of here right now <laughs> There's, there's, funny. I think there's something. <laughs> <laughs> there's something weird about the mind of this man. If he commits, if he espouses the benefits of uh, of a book, of a series of books, and then also puts the uh, time where he could be thinking into doing his beach body routine. <laughs> the Fountainhead. There's. I was talking to somebody about the Fountainhead. They're talking about how uh, they admired the characters who you know created newspapers and made. And they would not budge. Did sit-ups. Yeah, yes. Who, who um, uh, characters who refuse to make architecture for, for idiots would only make it pure architecture. And I said, yeah, what about the part in the book where he rapes the other character? <laughs> and then afterwards she um, decides that, you know, you know, she actually ended, she liked it and she kind of had it coming. That's well, a weird like, part I of the raped book. a guy and I liked it. It's, well, this isn't tangential at all, but I think that <laughs> I think, it's in the fountain. Right? No, I, I think that you know it's like Paul Ryan. Definitely, like an it's a it's a it's an indicator of his decision making that like either one he prioritizes washboard abs or two he makes his he makes his best like consumer choices at like eleven thirty at night watching QVC. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like either way, Paul Ryan, not somebody I'm super. I'd rather um, be him obsessed with uh, the economy. Right. Yeah, I think for him, this idea of like you know, you know, guns rights and people's ability to bear arms means that he has a whole bunch of magic bullets that right. he's purchased. As Reagan would say, like magic. the question is, are your abs better off now than they were four years ago? <laughs> <laughs> should we talk about pussy riot? Because it's totally a great should. thing to say. I know. So Putin's pussy riot. Putin's well, pussy at NPR riot. have been so happy. I, yeah, like, we can like, finally say riot. they haven't been able to pussy, say pussy, pussy since pussy. 1983 when octopusy came out. Ira Glass still blushes every time he has to say it. You I'm Ira Glass. Pussy right is a fun thing to say. 
<laughs> in our first act, I say pussy right a lot. In our second act, we take a break from it. In our third act, I say pussy right again. <laughs> this week on Miss America, I like pussy right. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Pussy right. <laughs> Hi. Now let's walk around in the grass and play I weird think... music. Hi, Ira. It's, it's... Philip. Seymour <laughs> like... Hoffman. No, Philip Glass, your your brother. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's it's kind of this weird visual thing where you see how when they have their their uh, their their people, I guess you can call them defendants. Although I think it's more like they're um they're specimens when they're on the uh, the dock in the yeah. courtroom. They're inside these weird glass cages, these uh, glass boxes, and they're they just sit these there Philip just... Glass cages. <laughs> nice callback. Nice callback. <laughs> um. It's it's a strange justice system, and right. yeah, justice system. <laughs> I I think it's awesome that you know we 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 like think that we look at the world and see it through this filter of having grown up with all these big changes societally around the world, mm-hmm. and now we kind of like I think we just kind of assume at least I do like I look at places and I go oh yeah they're that that shit doesn't really happen as much anymore. They don't change the title of Octopussy for international release anymore. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> But no, they do. They do. Yeah. They do. And like, you know. In China, it's known as James Bond, evil imperial, not vagina. Right. It is funny, too, because these ladies actually did do some crazy shit. Like, they stormed into this big cathedral, like, had like a flash mob concert. Yeah. Like, you know, were like dancing and kicking and swearing. And, like, Their topless kick. supporters took chainsaws and cut down a giant Jesus crucifix. It's like pretty <laughs> fucked right. up, actually. So They're it, not really helping themselves. Yeah, it was big. And so, like, you know, to say that, yes, they, they did do something it was illegal. It's kind of hot, though. Yeah. As a Jew who loves tits. Whenever, whenever there's a flash mob in the United States now, uh, it's usually to uh, you know it's, it's to sell Verizon phones. It's, no. it's like an improv <laughs> everywhere event. Yeah. Americans really have nothing to protest in reality. Most of the time, like I remember, any flash mob I went to was usually zombie related. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, someone was just trying to work Santa. on their reel. You know, yeah. <laughs> now it's either now it's either you know supporting gay marriage or supporting Chick Fil A. Right. Yeah. Oh, Chick Fil A, man. So I. Uh, I want to, you know what it makes me want to do? It makes me want to pass gay marriage, marry Tom, and then have our, have our like reception at a Chick-fil-A. That's kind of my dream. Oh, dude. Wait then we'll get divorced. That's, that's, that's the yeah, reason. Just gay. Not my eyes or my heart or the way that I have given and given and given again to or you. Or your washboard abs. They no. will be. I'm going to start working on my abs, Lee. You should. We all know I'm going to marry Sheree's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which... The way things are going will be legal. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a slippery slope to marrying Yorkies. Well, First, sorry, we give Yorkies. people rights. Did Next, you? we fuck dogs. Did you, are you ready for marriage? <laughs> hey, you know what? That has been step one and step two of pretty much success in the, the 20th century. Okay, let's maybe we should talk about a couple of times where slippery slopes actually led. To you know, I love fallacy, like the bottom fallacious of the reasoning. Like, <laughs> yeah, the bottom slope. Fallacious reasoning is definitely one of my like favorite things in the world. Other so, than fallacious reasoning. Other than fallacious. I think hey. you should suck my dick. This right. is why. Let me talk to you about why you should suck my dick. Um, but besides, <laughs> first sit down. <laughs> I know. I think I just came up with the name for my punk band. Opening for a pussy, right? Fallacious reasoning. Fallacious reasoning. reasoning. Anyway, sorry. Someone was talking. (laughs) Then you put a little salt on it. It's fallacious seasoning. Mm. I think it's time to work into uh, science and technology here. A lot of interesting things going on in the world of science. Science. Wait, what? Dance party science and technology tonight? All right. Science and tech is going down in the club tonight. Do the robot. Do the robot. I love robotics. We are all doing the robot right now. It's beautiful. Robots are taking over, Lee. Yeah, in fact, so this dude um, in China, this like farmer guy, I think, he... um, Farmer guy. Farmer guy. guy. We we just call him guy. We we check our sources here. (laughs) Yeah. Tom, Tom, correct the pronunciation one more time. Gi. Thank you. Gi, yes. (laughs) Um, He was wearing his karate gi. And, That's um, Japanese, but hey, everybody knows that. We're right. Just, we're just everyone playing around here. Everyone knows I'm an idiot. We all know that. Okay, don't don't email. So actually, do. um, please email. <laughs> Twitter us actually. Twitter us. Um, so this guy like he got his arms blown off by a bomb, and then he made his uh, like he was like oh, I'm too cheap or no no I'm sorry he was like he was he said why should I pay a hospital for expensive prosthetics when I can make them out of scrap metal, but. 
The question is, how did he make them when he didn't have arms? And then Hanji brought up the, <laughs> the cogent thought. Oh, well, you know, my first thought is, uh, if you're happy and you know it, Clap my second hand. thought, my second thought is, my second thought is that if you if you succeed in gaining the dexterity to build robot arms with your feet or or some, your dick or your dexterity some, right, or some other you know extension of your body or id, then you know maybe you would not need hands at that point because you already have like figured out how to build robot arms with your feet. <laughs> yeah, seriously, and who you needs just... fucking hands if you could right. do that? Right? Wouldn't you just be making the tour, like making the circuit, doing the speeches about how you like learned how to make robot arms with your feet, and signing much... autographs with his big and middle toe, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is really hard to make Chinese characters with. It is. You should see. It's just dipping the ink. That's hard. It's yeah. <laughs> Does he shake hands with his feet or his robotic hand? Oh. Right. Uh, but is it actually robotic or is it seriously just like a trowel? It he looks stuck. pretty good. I mean, it's <laughs> it's highly terrifying. Really? He, he looks like he should be a bad guy in the new uh, James Bond movie, Skyfall. Skyfall. Which actually does, I think, take place in China. Yeah. So they should, instead of calling it Skyfall, they should take it from Total Recall and call it Chinafall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should just call it Charlie Hong Kong. Oh, something like I mean you know it's I think that when they kick around when they when they go around it you know it becomes really offensive and if they just go right to it mm-hmm. you know and they're just like slanting these weekend then it's just yeah it's, ironic. it's like it's it, like in Tropic Thunder it wasn't racist that um, Robert Downey Jr. was in blackface because they fully engaged the topic right oh well, if it was I didn't notice because I'm a white guy. <laughs> yeah exactly right. I'm totally blind to these things yeah um, I don't see race really. I'm colorblind. Also, I'm regular blind. This blind. is a podcast. So, space update. They landed the Mars rover. No one's been talking about anything they've been finding. They've just been talking about how a guy has a mohawk and another guy has Elvis hair in Mission Control. Well, they do all look they like they awesome. work at Best Buy, though. Yeah, they do. They were it's all wearing like, the blue polo shirts. Yeah. And they definitely, like, when they all celebrated last Sunday, they, they definitely, like, if you watch the video, you can see them missing high fives. <laughs> they, like, go for high five and they miss. It's... <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty nerdtacular. Yeah, it's not like NASA's been known for its coolness. Well, I, excuse me, it's not NASA. It's uh, oh, the, what is it's, it it's JPL. That, this is JPL did it. Okay. Oh, okay. So the, there's no more, no more like white shirts, guys with Buddy Holly glasses. Well, so that's what the thing is. These guys were. This was not Cape Canaveral Mission Control, like where they launched the shuttles. This they were was, more like Big Bopper than Buddy Holly. Right. <laughs> this was people in LA. And they all died this in a plane. Is, they're in La Crescenta. So they're sort of like Geek Squad. They're like Best Buy's Geek yeah, Squad. Exactly. I thought it was very appropriate that one of them had a star in his hair. Oh. Also, I broke my laptop and they fixed it, but then it broke again because it's a PC. <laughs> also, Are you talking about the people JPL? <laughs> no, JPL. I'm talking about Geek Squad. <laughs> landing, landing the Mars I'm talking rover. about the actual problem. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Mars Rover right over. Dude, this rover is sick, dude. It's a dope it's the rover. Si- it's like a small car. You know, it, they, they had to, like, think about this whole weird, super complicated delivery system for this thing. Lucius I mean, Fox from Batman made it. <laughs> right. It was, yeah. No, it's crazy no, stuff. the parachute, the, the, the solar foil, like, um... No, they, they didn't do... Well, they did a supersonic parachute for some yeah. of it, but they actually had a jet propelled landing craft wow. that lowered the thing to the ground and then flew away. Did the parachute open into it, a Union Jack and then they played the James Bond theme? Because, <laughs> yeah, well... I think that the the problem was no, that the they tried to they tried the to queen was on it <laughs> with all of her fortunes. Hello, boats! Yes, jubilee. Do you think they hooked up James Daniel Craig and the Queen? I hope so. I, I think she took her royal privilege. Right. right. It was actually Judy Dench was her stunt double for that scene, though. Perfect. I think the Queen has probably invoked her right as uh, as ruler of that nation to, to do all James Bond since Timothy Dalton. And it's in the Magna Carta. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, between Judy Dench and Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig's the bottom. Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah she's a, she's definitely a power top. <laughs> Judy, Judy is a power top. You don't mess with that shit. So also in space news, apparently they found um, a giant galaxy. It's supposed to be the biggest galaxy in the world. What? <laughs> I've been waiting all day to say that. I, I leave. I oh, this, if, the listeners can't tell, but he actually took out a pair of glasses, put them on his head, and as he said that. Pushed the rims of the glasses higher up on this. Right. Monster. Broke them, taped them back together. <laughs> um, but I don't really know anything about that because Caleb's not here. Look at these glasses. <laughs> and Caleb, Caleb's the expert on this galaxy. I, yes. Well, no, no, that galaxy. Oh. This had, galaxy's ours. Do you remember what Caleb's forehead looks like? 
about the size of a galaxy. It's a, it's a more like the size of a Klingon. It's like the sloping trunk of the largest oak tree you've ever imagined. <laughs> okay, well, let's all just talk about the way we look on a podcast. <laughs> and I love that because it doesn't really have any connection to reality. So, anyway, contained within that massive truncular dome is is a profound and and really uh, erudite interest in space and dinosaurs and dinosaurs. Um, and phrenology, it turns out. His favorite jokes all center around brain pans. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much the uh, person you're missing So today. is this is this galaxy that they found, the big one, is it about to, is it eventually going to run into ours? Because that's what I keep hearing about galaxies. No, and hopefully they're not galaxies. wearing the same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. How awkward. How awkward. <laughs> now one of us has to be destroyed. We either have to become enemies or best friends. Right. Enemies then best friends. Uh, friends. This sounds like a good movie. <laughs> when galaxies collide in fashion. <laughs> the first crossover between Joss Whedon and Judd Apatow. Down. Joss Whedon. Joss Apatow Abrams. JJ. Joss. Josper. Josperhams. So also in science <laughs> news, some archaeologists in Denmark found like a buried skeleton army. Like they what? just they found it was a it was like a hundred acre or forty of hectare. Area, hectaria, and um, it was like a battle had happened between all these Iron Age dudes with axes and shit. Are you talking about like the like comic books, like the Iron Age, like you know, of 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 uh, DC comics? Yeah. No, yeah, they, no. But, no so then there was a crisis on Infinite Earths, and then Supergirl died. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert from a comic from 1985. <laughs> So they found, was it hundreds of these skeletons? How many? Yeah, there was like hundreds of these skeletons. And apparently it was like there was a big battle between these like Iron Age armies. Oh. And they just found like a bunch of like skulls with axes in them and shit. So, and then one of the uh, paleontologists, or one of the archaeologists. Yeah, they were all dinosaur yes. men. One of the Dino riders, actually. Dino. One, of, one of the archaeologists uh, was heard saying, curse, <laughs> kershmers. Yes. Oh, no. That's... It, that's the problem. I want them to make that scene where all these skeletons come up, pull the axes out of their heads, yes. and terrorizing the archaeologists. And then only Bruce Campbell can stop them with his chainsaw arm that he'll later use to cut down a cross while topless. I was going to yeah. say Indiana Jones, but whatever. Yeah, that. seriously. Also, the archaeologists, um, they got killed with spears because they didn't stay out of the light. <laughs> his name is Bruce Campbell. <laughs> His name is not Ash. His name is Bruce Campbell. <laughs> when can we start? The movie is called Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. When can we start? Like, Actually, the movie's called these Evil Dead. We can we can we right. we need to get their DNA from their bones and start cloning these dudes and see what they and ask them like you know Dino DNA. <laughs> yeah, what what would they ask us when they came back? Like, what happened at the end of the Crisis of Infinite Earths um, story arc in 1985? Um, okay. Well, I think that's... Wow, that just went down a hole. I have to say, I mean, like a hole deeper than we'd find a skeleton in. I do find it amazing that they they continue to dig up like yeah, skeletons cool in Europe, like that. right? That, that there's like we would have found all of it. Right? right Why now? haven't they finished strip mining that shit? I mean, you know, Europe, I would feel like would just be like a used condom of like a continent by now. It'd be a pockmark, like the face of an adolescent, right? Place where we've dug for. They've been way too kind to that place. I mean, like you know, China has already been destroyed. They, you know, they they barely even have lived there. They've been destroyed because they've been watching our dumb movies. <laughs> Um, so I think it's time to uh, get into uh, top five um, sequels that we we're probably going to see, even though we don't want to. I, I you know, I've, we always speculate about this. It's like you see a movie and you think it's there's definitely a sequel on the way, right? You know. Well, yeah, it's because yeah, people got to make a little bit more money off the, uh, right. of the dead horse, beat that thing, right? Until its legs fall off. They are making a sequel to War Horse already, called Dead Horse. Dead Horse. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Horse. The box it's, office. And Daniel Radcliffe is going to be in a... It's actually also the sequel to Equus. Yeah. So Daniel Radcliffe plays the war horse. That yeah. kid is like, I no longer want to be known as that Harry Potter kid. I want to be known as that horse fucker kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, since they already rebooted My Little Pony, right. they should just do like My, my Little Pony Equus. My Little my little Brony. Where our friend Dave fucks ponies. <laughs> okay, never mind. No, Dan, um, Daniel, I like the, the idea that Daniel Radcliffe is like trying so hard to, dissect, or to disconnect himself from Harry gonna Potter. He's going to fuck horses played by people. period horror movie. Right. Lady in Black. Was... Right, becoming, by becoming the Paul Rubin of horses. <laughs> the Lady in Men in Black. <laughs> Dude, but, but 
you know, this this whole like sequel thing has kind of been destroyed because now it seems like every movie that comes out, it's not a question of sequel anymore. It's the reboot that it's, happened yeah. in like five years. Yeah, like Spider Man, right. they already rebooted that. And they, they're all it's always a trilogy. It's mm. always like, is it is it gonna be trilogy? Because it's not as like, is that movie gonna get a sequel? Is that movie gonna get a trilogy? Or is it gonna go the way of the Golden Compass? Right. Oh, yeah. One. It's either one and done, or it's a trilogy. It's one or the other. Well, um. One that keeps on popping up is Ghostbusters. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm so down for that. that. Uh, But you know, Bill Murray keeps on standing in the way of it. Uh, The first time they sent him um, uh, Dan Aykroyd, you know, to bring up Dan Aykroyd. Who actually believes in ghosts and stuff. (laughs) It's uh, really weird. When when they interview, like, watch the special features on the Ghostbusters DVD. It's him smoking cigarettes in front of a lot of Dios de los Motos, like, shit. With his crystal head vodka, talking about how he shows his, the movie to his kids and explains that it's real. Oh my god! He Dude, actually believes in ghosts and stuff. I love the the eternal struggle though between the Ghostbusters over where to, when to make another movie, and right. I, I I think that that's the best part. Is like, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Oh no, it's not. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. And Bill Murray going like, no. Dan Eckert. I mean, no. Bill Murray's too busy like growing beards um, and standing around in um, Wes, Anderson. Wes Anderson movies, <laughs> trying to win an Oscar. And He's like, like just trying to win an Oscar. doing karaoke with I mean, um, what's her name? Scarlett. Scarlett Joe. Yeah. I think he's misunderstood that to get an Oscar, you don't have to literally act like a statue in your movies. Yes. <laughs> and once you get an Oscar, you can be in Batman movies. Oh man. Oh, you barely. Yeah. So okay, so so we definitely want to see another Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. We're not bound to see it though. Well, yeah, the know. last script they sent to him, he shredded and sent right oh. back to them. So they really. Got back. An envelope filled with shredded paper. Wow. I hope they... I've been hearing rumors they're going to reboot Back to the Future. No. Oh. Yeah, I've been hearing that, but... Here's my idea. No. They travel back in time to 1985. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Because we're actually closer to 2015, to the future of... It just happened! Yeah. Was it a two, it was supposed to be 2012. Yeah, June. Well, that was supposed to be hoverboard. No, 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 2015. Yeah, well, 15. the furthest they go for it is 2000, but then, no, 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 it's actually supposed to be. That, that was a Facebook scam. Oh, yeah, it was. It's 2015. Yeah, yes. it's supposed to be, though, that they, they, they have the hoverboards, <laughs> though, and he brings them back. How do you know Right. Because I'm a nerd underneath okay. all of this pretty. My nerd cred. <laughs> 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 underneath this thin veneer. And then underneath the nerd, underneath the pretty, there's also pretty. Um, <laughs> and then these are the jokes these are the jokes god what else do I not want to see rebooted I don't want to see that rebooted dude I don't want to see that rebooted I don't want to see that I don't yeah years they're going to reboot Batman again right. I, they're already they're talking already, about it it's already being rebooted it's already being I'm rebooted sorry, I'm sorry I'm, I'm excited I'm, I'm always down for more I, Batman. I love it as Joseph Gordon-Levitt because as long as George Clooney's not in I think I've moved past the I think I've moved past the age of like the hetero man crush. I think it's now. On George Clooney. Now, even though I think he's either my age or maybe even slightly older or slightly younger, I have like, um, I look at Joseph Gordon Levitt and it's more of like, uh, I have like, like a more of like a weird father son type of dad. And I want to see, I think. You feel like John Lithgow in Third Rock from the Sun. Tom, Tom, if I may interject, your relative ages haven't changed. Um, in yeah, you're life. still like pretty much yeah. the same age as him. <laughs> You've always been the same. But well, I look at him as the boy. Emotionally. I want oh, them yeah, to reboot true. the movie I JFK. That. I want them to. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm ready for. I don't even know what that means. Okay, so since we're actually talking about like reboots, I guess in some ways, mm-hmm. I, I'm ready for a Jurassic Park reboot. Oh, I'm ready yeah. to spare uh, no expense on a new yeah. Jurassic Park. There, the, um, at, at like something con this year, um, Spielberg was like, "Yeah, we're doing it." We're rocking the. We're rocking. We're gonna it. rock it. They were in 2005. They were trying to do it um, around there, and uh, then like Michael Crichton died, and you know, like towards Michael Crichton died in, like 2008, 2009, something and like that. Of a dinosaur bursting his from his belly. <laughs> yes. First, Michael Crichton was blinded by a Dilophosaurus. Then he was beaten within an inch of his life by a by a by a, a signing ape. Then he ran into. <laughs> then he ran into a bathroom. <laughs> and then I think he went back into the uh, the Occidental period. I think he went back into the uh, Middle Ages. And right. Was, mm-hmm. Had his arm cut off by a knight. Right. Played by what was his Antonio name? Antonio Banderas. No, Ben Walker or something. Right. Sphere. Paul Walker. Okay. No, no, Paul I'm Walker. Paul timeline. Walker. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> I read timeline, people. I read timeline. Oh wow. my god! I've never 
receipts just scored in everybody's face. It's okay. I read Airframe. Wait, I'm ready for a reboot of Air Force One. Oh, I'm hecka oh. down. Oh, I'm so down oh, for yeah. Air Force One. Get, they, should, they should have Samuel L. Jackson be like, get these motherfucking terrorists off my motherfucking plate. <laughs> and as Obama. There you go. It'd be Sam J. Obama. Sam J. Be like Obama. Obama in a Kangol hat. Oh, man. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> smoking Swisher Sweets. Yeah, smoking <laughs> Swisher Sweets. Wow. Eating, eating watermelon and smoking no. Swisher Sweets and oh, ordering geez. fried chicken. Have we fucked this out? Dude, we, I like... thought you were making like hella racist jokes no. over there. <laughs> I mean, it was like a good thing. I think he'd look cool smoking. Because he actually does. Like, Obama I mean, smokes. Uh, he, yeah. Occasionally, yeah. You, you know, try to keep that on the DL, yo. Yeah. yeah. It's bad for kids to see that. The, the topic is talking about literal remakes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And, and you're talking about, like, hypothetical. Hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, literal. <laughs> so, I think Jurassic Park, then, was a good one. I'm down for Jurassic Park. I'm not down for BTTF. I am down for Bill and Ted's. Yeah, Bill and Ted's is good. I think that they should reboot X-Files. I think they'll be fun with, like, sexy young Mulder and Scully. But again, you're, you're talking. About no, that actually reboots. could happen though. The, yeah, yeah, that the topic could happen. Is sequels. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Sequels we just said right at the beginning though. The point was that yeah. the sequel is not really what we see anymore. Now it's like they always make yeah. the trilogy, or they don't make it, right. then they reboot it. And so the question is like, what are they going to reboot? You don't have to worry about bringing in an actor who's you know forty years past the age of right of the character. At least like they're going to play with it in the Bill and Ted's. Uh, sequel because basically they're Alice Winter and Keanu Reeves are going to reprise their roles and they're going to be like middle aged men and you know how like in the the premise of the original is like in the future they have written this music that's so transcendent that it's like saved the world so the premise is apparently like they still haven't written the song and they haven't lived up to their potential and it's like what are they going to do also like they don't have phone booths anymore so I guess they're going to have to travel with an iPhone right awesome they have an app for that they have an app for that the time travel app most misused app Okay. Still no hoverboards though. Should we? We're getting. Ha- Hanji wants to interject. I want a hoverboard. Yeah. Don't we all? As soon as he, anybody says hoverboard, immediately my brain it's stops sad. and I think hoverboard. Yeah. Griff has a few short circuits in his bionic implants. <laughs> Jules, burn. Um, I want to see a reboot of Big Trouble Little China. Yes, but they'll change um, it to Big Trouble in North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Like, they'll film it. They'll film it in Koreatown, where Tom lives. So then, like, he can be in it. Stray saw that have... joke on my face. And yeah, she was like, I Hanji know. wants to say it. You guys and then keep I said talking about these like action movie reboots, but Hanji. I'm actually really excited to see the Zoolander uh, sequel. Oh right, are they doing and, that? Yeah, yeah they are. and Anchorman. And so I'm just oh Anchorman. Yeah, and and not, I, I'd like to mention that Hanji currently is wearing an Anchorman T-shirt. Frankly, it smells of pure gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta talk about that, Brick. You should be low for a while. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it stings the nostrils. I love lamp. <laughs> should we? We're we're getting we're getting towards the hour mark here. Should we move into our final yes. segment? Yeah, we should, yeah. Get out, we should get out of here. It's okay. too hot. All right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's let's get rolling here. Um. Uh. This is the. I listened to this song the other day, and I wanted to use it on the show. So let's just use it. What uh, this is our trivial segment. <laughs> this is in honor of the Jurassic Park um, reboot. Life's dinosaur. Seen before. Did he wear sunglasses? Yeah, he did. We should reboot this. We should reboot. They should do a crossover between Jurassic Park and Denver the Last Dinosaur. Richard Attenborough um, clones a dinosaur, and then he comes back with sunglasses. Do you remember that show with the android daughter? Oh, small wonder. Oh! <laughs> Do you wish you could be strong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Was... When I start thinking of these, like, early 90s television shows, they just, like, I just, like, it's like a stream of consciousness, and they all come together at one time. It's just, it's awesome. I was always a fan of the one where the girl could stop time with her fingers. Out of this world? Uh, Out yeah. of this world. Do yeah. you and wish you could be strong? Yeah. 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 Who was also the who, also the the orb was what the Charlie's Angels used to get their missions. Um, okay, that and so Bernie Mac. in honor rest in, peace. in honor of my birthday, uh, we're gonna do hey, a dude. trivial based on um, shit to do with me. Oh, so of on trivials, Tom, we do three trying trivials, um, three categories: historical, sporting, and popular. Um, which one would you like first, guys? Uh, sporting. Sporting. 
What trophy was I awarded as a member of my neighborhood swim team, the Rudgear Rats? Hondro. Uh, most improved. Most improved. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this is like, this is like the, the award for fat guy on the team. I'm so proud who, of him. St- who, who, <laughs> who ate fewer nachos than he did the year before and I therefore mean, didn't fuck things up. When he started out, he would actually eat a sandwich in the pool. <laughs> it was so <laughs> insulting. They, for the first three weeks, the, the main guy, the, the coach didn't know my name, called me Reed, but I was too like shy to just oh. be like, that's not my name. <laughs> Um, but you were very buoyant. I, I was very buoyant. I can't imagine you as shy. I, 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 you can't imagine me you know as what? chubby, too. Put, put a kid in a Speedo and push them into a pool with a whole bunch of uh, strangers. That'll make him shy. BT Dubs, I'm hot now. <laughs> He's got I mean, a washboard ass. Hondro, you were, you were chubby, too, and now you're hot. Tom, you were sort of... We, well, we Neither of us were fat, but we definitely were we are skinnier now than we were. Well, they still have, nobody, nobody really figured out that mayonnaise and Coca-Cola wasn't a proper diet. <laughs> Oh, you know, hey, remember you want those some Coca-Cola with your mayonnaise? Jeez, man. Do you remember those loaves of bread, like the, the loaf of baguette at Safeway? You know, like the oh, Safeway baguette, yeah. super softy, uh, like I totally processed white bread. No. We used to come home after school, like my buddy, I'd go to my buddy's house, Scott, and we would have like one of those literally with just a tub of margarine. And we would just <laughs> eat the loaf of bread with butter on it. And that was like snack time for the afternoon remember, as you play video games. I remember once we, uh, re- once we figured out ways to every now and then get $20 bills, be it allowance mm-hmm. or some type of chore right. or some job. We would spend those $20 bills on pizzas. And I remember Lee, you and I would hang out at Dave's house yes. after ordering two Pizza oh, Hut pizzas. Oh, God. And the thing is, we didn't, like, even, we didn't portion out the pizza. It wasn't like, oh, we all get eight slices or something. No. You open the box. It's as quick as you can get to it. And just ate. And yeah. then, like, you just started <laughs> stuffing pizza in your face. You didn't even bother chewing It was like a family enjoying. during the Great Depression. Like, <laughs> the quicker you eat, the more you get. And things like, during that time, we're eating. And we're all looking at each other. Like, 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 it's like, if I don't eat this as fast as I can, that, that little jerk over there is going to get my piece. It was, the, it was like the opposite of that scene in All Dogs Go to Heaven where, like, everyone, pass a slice everyone gets sliced. And yeah. then there's that one dog that, like, gives it to, oh, my God, I'm going to cry just thinking about that. Oh, car face. I love you, brother. I think at one point, probably one of us probably reached into the mouth of the other and pulled out. I'm sure. sure. Also, Tanji just said car face. I forgot about that. Car face. I love you, brother. (laughs) Okay. um, All right. Let's go with historical now. Okay. Historical. Yes. Which former president was also born today? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Taft, Wait. Taft usually won the pizza contest. <laughs> can I can I suggest Taft, Hoover, or Garfield? <laughs> yes, Cat Garfield. No, Cat Garfield. They He's actually a Virgo. Yeah, exactly. Which former president do I share a birthday with? not Obama. No, yeah, he's... It, he's, he's current and his birthday is last year. He was... <laughs> process of elimination. Well done. Yeah. We, we were alive when this person was president. Oh. oh, Clinton? Ding, 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 ding. You guys are two for three today. Uh, hey. Bill Clinton was also born on today. I wonder what he's... What is Bill... The next question, just hypothetical. What is Bill Clinton doing on his birthday? Not spending uh, it with Hillary. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't answer yeah. that question, She's sir. She's a busy lady. <laughs> if no. any of those things happen, you'll hear about it next week on Wait, Wait, Don't, <laughs> don't Tell Me. <laughs> okay, you guys are two for three. Let's see if we can go for the sweep. <clears throat> Popular. While premiering a short film at the legendary Castro Theater in San Francisco, that's located in the Castro District, I made a joke about what Die Hard sequel. In front of this a thousand a, people. This we is have, a short film you did? This is a short film I was a co-director and co-writer of called Not Another Jewish Movie. It's my one oh. internet movie database credit. Um, and I didn't get to play Frisbee in it, unfortunately. I thought uh, the question was what the short the film shit. was. No, the short film is, no. is Not Another Jewish Movie. I was going to say Not Another Jewish Movie. No, what Die Hard sequel did I make a joke about during oh, the premiere? Oh. You got three choices. Actually, we have five choices. This is... Yeah. But it's no, like but no, hours. no, because because this was third. this was when he was, was in like, he was in high school when this yeah. happened. No, I know. So it There's only three. three. Okay, so I guess at this point there would only be two. There's only been four diehards. It's, right. it's diehard yes. two. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So there was so at, so the, so a person that we were doing like a question and answer and um, someone asked like, is there a plan for a sequel? And I was like, yes. I just went up to the mic and was like, yes, not another Jewish movie, too. Not another Jewish movie. <laughs> yeah. so, see, the reaction was pretty much the same. 
Okay, literally uh, there was... Wait, 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 wait. Chirp, chirp. Well, literally chirp, chirp. there was... There was a thousand people in the audience that night. Half of them named Booby. Half of them named Booby. One of them was not my Booby. Also, I was wearing a tuxedo and got hugged by a guy in a giant dick costume out in the street that night. Um, but, so, one woman in the back was like, ha, 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 was acting like it was the funniest tits she'd ever heard. And then, like, afterwards, as I was leaving, this lady came up and she's like, that Die Hard 2 joke was so funny. It changed my life. It changed my life. I'm going to go out there and die hard. She just wanted to hug you in a giant dick costume. She's the one who actually, she's the one who pitched, um, what's it called? Um, she pitched uh, the Die Hard, Live Free or Die Hard movie. After that, she was like, they need, there needs to be another Die Hard movie and Kevin Smith needs to be in it. So, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, this, is, really... this has been pretty fun. I feel like I've been... Um, Congratulations. A, a, a club, a neat club. Yeah. Oh, I'm part thanks. of the uh, Morning Handsome... Like N.A. I feel yeah. like I'm finally accepted. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you about been all sitting my in the background for long enough. Yeah, we finally had an extra mic. <laughs> Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> okay. I think he was talking to me. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> Actually, Tom has been here in the closet the whole time. <laughs> you still need to look in the closet. Yeah. With all of your action figures. They're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought you had the vast collection of Star Trek. Yeah, no, they're bijous. Lee's been telling me I really need to cut down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> that Catwoman, I guess we can say, honorably belongs to you. Well, folks, it's been a wonderful week uh, here on Morning Hanson with you. Glad we're, we're back in action. And I'm joined in the studio today um, by my illustrious co-host, Trey Honeycutt. Hi. Tom Lazar. Goodbye, Hanson. <laughs> yeah. We don't really have protocol for this. Bijou the dog. <laughs> and Hondro. Since, since Bijou did, or since Hondro did Bijou's, that means that Bijou has to do Hondro's. <laughs> Happy birthday, handsome! Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see you next time on. Uh, well, you'll listen to us next time on Morning Handsome. We will see you with our ears and our voices. Goodbye, Carface. All right, let's uh, let's turn this down uh, um, before we get sued by uh, Robert Zemeckis. Too late. Oh, we just got. Oh, a lawyer uh, just knocked on the door. <laughs> Actually, we got it this morning. Some guy pulled up in a DeLorean delivered the summons. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play the song! <laughs> These are the jokes. Internet Batman. <laughs>